Your suite is ready. Girl, we are in there. Well, I'm gonna get my horse and I'm something, something, something to ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna get my horse on the old town road and I'm ride till it hurt no more. You gotta quiver your voice a little bit more. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now I sound like Trey Songs. Hey guys, welcome back to the Urban Suite. I'm Tanya D, aka I am Queen T, aka Real Nigga. I got my Marla. Lady M417 on Instagram. I'm still not back on Twitter. She gotta do better. Look, the information get to. Look, Twitter knew about everything. I'm first. grieving. I know. I'm still grieving. We real, we really going through it right now. We do have a special guest in the building. She's super special to us. Aww. Super, super special to us. I have Dr. Christina. Um, thank you. Hello, Putting it lady. out into the universe. <laughs> Come a little yes. bit closer to that okay, mind. Okay, let me get in up yes. in here. Yes. I am a doctoral candidate, and I'm so Fruition. thankful. Yes, I'm so thankful to you guys for putting this in me because I need to claim it. That's yeah. right. You got no, you it. It's yours. Yes. Once it's out there. <laughs> she is absolutely amazing. Huh? What the D stand for today? <laughs> the D stands for deceived. I keep trying to find a word that starts with D in um Old Town Road. I don't know. I gotta I gotta figure out the lyrics. That song is deceptive. That's what I meant. I'm deceived by that song. Because when I first heard it, I was like, bite. what the hell is this? And now it's grown on me and I like the freaking song. I even like the remix and I hate country. Country it's a little depressing, but a little. Because the, the charts were topped with all the um palm colored people. And then Lil Nas X just crept his little nigger ass right on on there. And, and he then did that. went and got help and brought back Billy Ray Cyrus. It don't get more country than a nigga named Billy, Billy Ray. Ray. It don't. Yeah. Come on. Who wore a, a mullet and, and said, Not a regular don't mullet. break my heart. A sweet my, mullet. My achy, breaky heart. I just don't think he don't understand. Friend, I feel like I owe um, you some cowboy boots today. <laughs> let me tell you something. Line dancing all up and through the studio. <laughs> So um, it's going to be a great show. I'm excited to have Christina and we're going to talk about a lot of things. I'm glad that I have her here because um, it has been a, like I would say in like the last mm, four to five years, mental health has been um, thwarted. You see that word yeah. to the forefront. OK, SAT. You hear me. Um to the forefront of everybody's focus right now. And I feel like yeah. so much is happening right now where now mental health is actually being taken serious. Mm -hmm. And even in the black communities, mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it's being taken more serious. So um, my first question for Christina is, sweet bitch, what is the difference between a therapist, <laughs> a psychologist, and a psychiatrist? I'm oh, asking okay. for myself. Okay. okay. There's, and I'm glad you asked that question because I feel like people say therapist and they're like, yeah, this is a therapist. Right. A therapist can be um, a social worker, could be um, a mental health counselor, mm -hmm. could be a psychiatrist, a psychologist. That's, therapy is a service they, they provide. Okay. Behind that, a psychologist and psychiatrist, that is more medical. So these are people that have mm. medical degrees behind them so they could prescribe medications, they could diagnose. 
Um, certain, there's so many different levels to it, but what I would always recommend is if you're looking for a therapist, go and read their background, right? Get their information, mm. find out where they went to school, what are their licenses, and, and all of that, because it's very, very important. Yeah. yeah. I got a question. Um, so, because I feel like I want to go for a session, and I just found out that my insurance and my job covers, there's a particular, well, actually, a coworker kind of put me on to this uh there's two black therapists in miami really? um yeah and they take our <laughs> insurance uh and so there's no charge so there's no copay yeah you know when you go and i was like oh okay you know i said maybe let me schedule a meeting or whatever but i feel like um it's so personal to get or attain a therapist that gets you then, yeah um and i feel like it's emotionally exhausting to kind of go through therapist after therapist trying to find the one that fits. So mm -hmm. like what, what would you suggest for someone that is looking for uh, a therapist that fits them, that they, they feel comfortable with mm -hmm. and not really feel so vulnerably exploited trying to yeah. find the right fit? Yeah. I, and I completely understand that. I just have to say, I know maybe, a hundred black therapists in Miami alone. <laughs> so which I, what I think you're talking about is when you refer to insurance, there's insurance panels. So these therapists yeah. have to sign up and be registered under, that let's insurance. say, United Health. Right, right, right. right. Not which is a, my insurance. Yeah. So not a lot of, well, let's just say not a lot of black therapists go that length or have the licensure or qualifications or whatnot. I got or it. maybe people don't just pursue that. Like, say, for instance, like for me, there's a lot of barriers to doing that. Like the prices are reduced. Um, they get audited all the time. So mm -hmm. we prefer to have cash paying or like um, uh, referral based clients. But we as therapists have to open that up and start reaching out to our community. Yeah. So when it comes to um, finding someone that you could fit with or feel comfortable with, that someone that you can open up to culturally. There's a network on Facebook of black clinicians. Yeah. There's organizations for, the thing is that we don't, I guess we're not putting out the information out to people, but there are people, there are minority therapists, minority psychologists, there are groups of these people that want to serve the community, but I guess there's something going on where we're not getting the information out properly, right? And yeah. I, but, I understand wanting somebody culturally, mm -hmm. um, the same as you. Yeah. Because uh, I actually sat with a therapist a few years ago and a little beige lady. <laughs> and, I mean, it was a little beige lady. She was very nice. Mm -hmm. But I felt that during the session, it was a pretty good session, I think. And, but I never went back to her because yeah. I felt like you can't understand my plight. And mm -hmm. especially with what I was going through at the time. I don't feel like you as a white woman who seemed to be very privileged or, you know, whatever the case mm -hmm. is, I, I might be wrong, mm -hmm. but I didn't think that she understood where I was coming from. Yeah. And a lot of times I felt like I dictated how that session went, mm -hmm. whereas I feel like your therapist should be the one to guide, um, to guide the session mm -hmm. and guide, you know, how, you know, how it what what's supposed to happen and I felt like I basically took control of that session and I don't think I was as open with her as I probably would have been with a black woman mm. because 
again, I don't think you're going to understand what I'm going through and the hardships that I've had to go through. And I could have been wrong, but I just was not comfortable Mm -hmm. enough with her to be open with her. Mm -hmm. And I basically just took over the session and decided what I wanted. I sabotaged it with her because I'm like, okay, because even, even some of the, even some of the responses back that I was getting from her, Mm because like I would ask her a question, like, what does this, like, you know, I've had this situation. What does this mean if I'm thinking about something like this? Mm -hmm. Even just the way that she was responding to me I didn't like mm-hmm. the way that she was I'm like okay I'm gonna have to fix this so then it was like okay let me let me tell you what I feel like telling you mm-hmm. and you can write your notes and I can go off and go find somebody else to to help me out I, as a black woman I completely understand where you're coming from in that experience as a therapist being trained to be diverse and be multicultural mm-hmm. We are taught that it doesn't matter what color, it doesn't yeah. matter. We're supposed to gain that clinical or client alliance. Yeah. You know, I need to understand you. Yeah. So, and, and there could be multiple reasons why that happened. It could have been like we talked about her background. She might not come from a systemic background. Systemic thinkers think socially, economy, yeah. like all mm-hmm. of that goes into culturally goes into who a person is and some people think pathologizing like you have this dis- disorder mm-hmm. and this is how I'm going yeah. to treat you. So it could have been that as well, but as a black woman, as a consumer, as someone that that, that goes mm-hmm. to seek therapy, I understand that. Yeah. And I understand why it is needed for us to have a community, especially a, our community, because we come it's from a, trauma. It's a special kind of trauma yeah. that it's no one very, else experiences. And it just didn't it's connect. Very Becky and I just did not connect. I don't know if that was her name. But <laughs> Becky and I just did not connect. I just felt like there was no Elizabeth, connection maybe? Maybe a Marjorie. <laughs> An Aubrey, perhaps. Well, I hope yeah. she learned from that experience, too. No, I, I hope she did, too, because mm-hmm. I, I just felt like she was very sweet. Yeah. I just felt like there was just no connection there. Yeah. And I don't think that there was there was anything there. And I sat with her for like an hour and a half wow. or something like that. So I just, I just felt like there was just no connection there. I have met with completely different people from different walks, worlds mm-hmm. from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, 60, 70-year-old white men. I'm a 30-year-old black woman. Like, right. you would think we have nothing in common, but because, and I won't say on my training as a marriage and family therapist, I want to know who you are. So I think that's part of the therapy. Like, mm-hmm. teach me you. Let me understand yeah, who right. you are. So maybe if she would have came from, I'm not a white, I'm not a black woman. Yeah. I'm a white woman, but tell me about your black woman experience. Help yeah. me understand. That could have been a completely different experience. Right. Yeah. I agree. You know? Just taking that a little bit of initiative to try to connect mm-hmm. I agree. would make a difference. And so I guess it would. It's, it's kind of like in the in the regular medical field, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes where there's a disconnect with male uh, oh, yeah. doctors. You know what I mean? That don't necessarily listen or just. I don't know. You know, there's they don't a get disconnect. It. Like, I don't, like, that's how I feel about having a male gynecologist. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you mm-hmm. don't have a Pikachu. You don't understand the sensitivity of a Pikachu. It's like they understand the, the meticulousness and the intricacies of what it is. Medically. But medically. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to being a human and a person that's mm-hmm. experiencing something that's also traumatizing, mm-hmm. outside of it being medical, yeah. it's just traumatizing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you expect a certain level of sensitivity mm-hmm. or encouragement or whatever the case is. And sometimes it's just a disconnect. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have another question because I feel like right now it's been, and again, I'm comparing this to growing up in the early 2000s, 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. um, where I don't know if the therapists were as prominent as they are now or... Because I feel like it's it's become trendy. Yeah. Is am I? <laughs> I feel like it's become trendy because <laughs> mental health became trendy, 
And it sucks because there are people that legitimately are dealing with things. And I feel like uh, a lot of people use depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. um, as like this socially connectable thing. Like, it's weird. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I have anxiety too. I saw a shirt that says, when my anxiety tripping. And I'm like, (laughs) this isn't what... This ain't that and that ain't this. I think it's become trendy for good Mm -hmm. reasons because, again, it's a conversation, especially Mm -hmm. in the black community, because that was never a conversation Mm -hmm. in the black... In the Haitian community, that was Mm. never a conversation. Better pray it out. Like, that was... Mental health, to the, I, I still feel like as much as it's prominent now in the media and stuff like that, in the Haitian community, yeah. my parents, and that shit still does not exist. Yeah. But, um, but it's become trendy. I agree with you. It has become trendy over the last few years, both for good reason and also mm-hmm. for exploit, exploitative mm-hmm. reasons mm-hmm. because I do feel like people are out here exploiting mental health. Yeah. I do feel like because they just, they just want to be part of the conversation or they want to be part of what's currently going on um because some some things some things i see people doing i'm like bruh just like you said that's not Mm. how any of this works (laughs) this ain't that and that is like that's not how any of this works let me tell you guys i so you know i'm right now i'm working as a school counselor right and i was they did state testing Mm -hmm. they started this week and i had to do yeah i had to do test taking skills more based on like anxiety preventing that or how to deal with that coping skills and so i asked the kids like i did uh third to sixth grade and I kind of took a poll, too. Like, I was like, what, what, um, what feelings have you been feeling in the past week when you think about FSA? I feel depressed. I feel, and I'm like, hold on. Like, majority said they're depressed. Like, first of all, depression has to be diagnosed by a clinician. That Thank, is a, <laughs> hold on. Let's just stop for a quick second and absorb. No, no, no. Take it in. Close your eyes while you listen to it. Deep breath. And take it in that this needs to be Diagnosed. diagnosed. You can't just call yourself that and that's what it is. But and and then so I had them focus more on the symptoms of feelings of uh, feeling sad, feeling lonely, feeling those are symptoms that we all feel doesn't technically mean you're depressed. depressed, But then I also understand as people, we need to group. That's how we find identity. So for all these people that have been feeling lonely, sad, they're like, oh, you feel this way, too. (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like but then in that sense, that's kind of therapy because you could get with that person and talk about those feelings. Mm, So I kind of like like it in a way. But then I also see it in the younger generation where these kids are just, yes, I am depressed. No, you're not. Are you? Are have, you nigga? I have anxiety. Are you depressed? Do you right. know what anxiety is? Like, like do you yeah. know how to spell it? You know the eyes before they yeah. eat all this stuff. Yeah, they're getting it from their parents, and, and we're passing, and that's why we have to be mindful of how we're talking about yeah. it. You know, like we're talk about the feelings. Like, what are you going through? Man, I've so, been trying to talk to my parents. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> you, you know I what? Can't. With 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 the parentals. The moment I just accepted my mother for who she was mm, yeah. and not try to bend her to my will so that I could feel better about whatever the fuck she's doing, <laughs> I just realized that she's not going to change. And if she does, that's on her own accord. That's on her own and accord, it has yeah. nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And that she's a woman before she's my mother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. she's a human before she's a, a woman. So mm-hmm. I have to take those things in consideration. So now I'm not as aggravated mm-hmm. as I normally would be yeah. because she's just a person in yeah. this world trying to figure it out like every fucking body else. And we think that it's funny because we're adults, but we see adults as like super adults, yeah. like your mama generation. <laughs> I'm on with my child at this point. It'd be like, they super That's adults. That's my baby. I'm like, okay, mom. Because I don't know how they did half the shit they did yeah. by yeah. this age because we're dumbasses. <laughs> 
I don't know. And then had multiple children? Yeah. How were y'all thinking? A child oh. plus Ren. That's a lot. <laughs> so, um, uh, what advice do you give to anyone that is, what's the word, apprehensive mm -hmm. to getting uh, or, or getting therapy? I, oh God, if I find this right now, like I found the best, I'm into memes, I I'm mean, sorry. It's okay, because if you need a minute, I have a song. <laughs> no, I found Here she it. Goes. I, I had a no horse. Oh, <laughs> no, don't do this to I me. had to repost it because for me, uh, in the therapy world, we say, yeah, why wouldn't, like we don't understand, like this is a person. So in the therapy world, when I think of, when you talk to your friends, these people are like basically in your ecology. Right. The whole premise of therapy is to talk to somebody that thinks outside of your ecology, right? right? A different perspective, a different right. way of looking at things, right? But on the on the simple side, this is what I found on Read It. Um, reasons to go to therapy. You won't hear things like, it's going to be okay, I know how you feel, and you will get over it. You mm. won't ever hear that because mm. we're going to actually process what, what's mm. going on. And that's what you will hear from your friends, you know? Um, you won't, okay, you get an entire hour to talk about whatever you want guilt-free. Mm -hmm. um, saying things out loud helps you understand them in a different way. That's very true. A therapist helps you develop insight and coping skills, right? Mm -hmm. And I, when I talk about coping skills, I'm like, you have them already? You're using them already? You just got to kind of... Finesse. Yeah, you got to figure out where it belongs. Use yeah. this over here, use mm -hmm. that over there, because you're built with everything you need. You're resilient. Right. Um, and there's no competition in dialogue. A therapist won't talk about their problems and make those problems bigger than yours. Yeah. So those are just simple. Like, why wouldn't you? If you're, especially if your your um, insurance is now covering it, like, yeah. go out and take it. Oh, yeah, some insurances. I mean, I know if you have AEP programming through your job, and if you don't know if you have it or not, check your. Um, check with your human resources or with your benefits department. I know if it's through AEP, they give you, I think, three sessions mm -hmm. for free that they cover. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to continue, some insurances allow you to have two sessions and then Mm -hmm. The co-payment yeah. kicks in, right? Um, so there are different options. Yeah, there. so there are very, there are very much different options because mm -hmm. sometimes you may not necessarily need to have long-term. No, therapy. you don't. Sometimes mm -hmm. it might just be that one conversation that yep. you needed, mm -hmm. and that's enough. So take advantage of the free, um, mm -hmm. of the free, free, mm -hmm. of the free, and, of the free. free. And I'll tell you, any therapist, especially like me, I'm. I think you be culturally, we're informed and we understand yeah. trauma is deep. Yeah. deep and it's, it's important so to deal with it so even me it's not it's about the money but it's not really about the money because yeah. I understand I want to build a clientele and I want to build people that are going to refer me out are going to come back and when they have issues talk to me and I want to build people like my community yeah. so for me I would do uh, sliding scale fees I would say okay if you want six sessions I'll charge you $30 yeah. whatever I don't you know like just because I know you need it right and I'm doing something bigger than Making my pockets bigger, yeah. you know. Um, I do. I do want to comment on something because I'm glad that you that you said that you are a family and marriage counselor mm -hmm. because I have seen a lot of people have been talking about going to marriage counseling mm -hmm. just to go, um, and it's couples that you would never think. Like mm -hmm. you know, if you go on the celebrity side. The, D Wade and Gab Union, mm -hmm. they've been going to therapy oh, yeah. for years and nobody knew that they were going to couples therapy. And they're like, oh, this is like maintenance for yeah. us. Like, it's like yeah. we go every time we're in the same, we go and we, we sit down with our therapist and we talk and we work through our things. And I think that's a beautiful thing, especially mm -hmm. with black couples, because with the ways the divorce rates have been throughout the years and stuff like that. I think that's a, that's an amazing thing that people have come to that decision mm -hmm. to, to do this for the betterment of their yeah. relationships. It's the new trend now. So yeah. we see, and I don't want to like, 
throw my research out, but I'll just do it. Like no, so, my <laughs> do what you got to do. So you guys know I'm I'm completing my dissertation, and it's yeah. basically but on black and Haitian families and financial influences. So mm. what fin- what influences these financial um, issues or non issues yeah. in marital satisfaction within black and Haitian? Mm. Yeah. So um, it's. The, the, the new rise is like we see the Beyonce's and Jay-Z, the Cardi B's and right. Offset's. People are getting married. Or we're seeing more marriage pictures on right. Instagram. People are seeing the idea now. So more couples are coming together. And like you said, it's so important. It should be like management. Like, yeah. hey, we, we need to go see our therapist and have a nice dinner afterwards. Like yeah. it should be just checking right. in, you know. Wow. Couples therapy. I I hadn't even gone that far. Well, you know, they took out premarital counseling before marriage as a requirement. Who was going to do that? Back in the well, back in the days when my parents got married in that generation, you had to go through premarital counseling. This is why niggas and you had to do blood work. But they've taken all of that out. Now you could just go to the courthouse, request your license, come back in however many days and get married. And that's why a lot of people they don't understand who they're marrying when they get married. Shotgun marriages sometimes work out. You never know. Sometimes. I don't know. But um, we're going to take a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Tanya. Are your walls dry like your text messages? Wait, what? Get some art. What kind of art? Abstract art. Do we have an artist here by the name of Anthony whose studio is on 5789 Northwest 7th Avenue, Miami, Florida, and he does custom artwork. If you need custom artwork done, whether it's your office, whether it's your place of business, whether you have a cubicle, who knows? You need some art to spruce up your life and you need color? Head on over to 57th Avenue, I'm sorry, 57th Street and 7th Avenue. It's in the hood, but that's okay because apparently this is no longer the hood. This is Model City, and you can go get your abstract art from Anthony. And again, the first three to contact him using the code Urban Suite gets a free custom 30 by 40 original painting with certificate of authenticity. Yes, you heard me. The first three people to contact him using the code Urban Suite gets a free custom 30 by 40 original painting. You can also find him on the Instagram. Uh, that is K H A O T I C I S H Chaotic Ish. Go check it out. Go do that. And um, let's get back to the show. All right, guys. Can you warn me? No. Next time what you want to talk about drywalls. What fun is that? I'm so sick of you. So we're back. And we're black. And we got some good black ass news. Uh, I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo. Because I'm black and I'm black. Yo, I'm black and I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than so black, black. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, First and foremost, congratulations to the city of Chicago because y'all finally elected y'all first black woman mayor. All right. In the name of God. She is also openly gay. Oh. Oh. So congrats. And it was was a runoff election between two black women. I'm sorry. I don't remember the name of the second candidate because I live in Miami. No one ever really remembers who loses. (laughs) But it was a runoff election between two black women. Um, So congratulations to mayor-elect Lori Lightfoot. I'm happy for Chicago because Rahm Emanuel need to get the hell up out of there. Not the right foot. The light foot. The light foot. Okay. So congratulations to her. 
Um, also good black ass news. Um, if you're from South Florida, you might be familiar with black tech week and the hungry man, which is a vegetarian restaurant up in Broward. Mm. Well, they have decided to put $10,000 to create a Nipsey hustle fellowship in entrepreneurship. Um, if you know some, you have to be between the ages 18 and 24 to apply. You have to apply for it. And if you are interested, please hit up Black Tech Week. Um, go on their website. Go on their social media pages. I'm still 23. I'm going to go ahead and sign that up. <laughs> okay, friend. Um, also, I don't know if you guys saw the coverage since we're still here on Nipsey. Um, LA Gangs formed a peace treaty on yes, Friday. I did. And um, for a peace walk in honor of Nipsey Hustle, And it was just... Just to see all of that, I and you saw Snoop reacting to that, and you saw all of these old school gangsters re- reacting to that, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful thing of community and everybody coming together. Um, also, because I said it's a lot of Nipsey Hustle news this week, because we're still in mourning people. Yeah. Um, Congresswoman <laughs> Karen Bass is expected, her plan is to enter Nipsey Hussle's legacy into Congress. So that way he is forever in the history books, all of his contributions, everything that he's done, um, his philanthropic work, his, everything that he's done for the community. So that is her plan. And then it has also been announced that this week, his funeral is going to be held at the Staples Center. Is that real? What? That. Yes, because it's a lot of people. You know, because I have to ask, because niggas just be running with information. The last I heard, they said that um, Jay-Z, Sean Carter started a multi-million dollar yeah. trust fund. Well, I is didn't I didn't believe that. Is that. Not real. When I saw that I it didn't believe absolutely it because false. if you look at the way Jay-Z moves, when he does things like that, that's not publicized. And that's not something he would try to take the the shine off of Nipsey and his family mm-hmm. to like that's just not his way. So when I saw that I was like, I don't think that's real. First of all, I was like, one, who does this? And two, they're acting like this nigga did not work his ass off to build an empire that I'm pretty sure that can be secured in this time. And it's unfortunate that they even have to go this go through this length. But but I'm sure, you know, if Jay-Z will will step in or Rock Nation, because he did a lot of business with Rock Nation, I'm pretty sure their their role in it would probably be just to ensure that his kids like his stuff is remain secure for the, the children. I don't even think that's the case. I think that we're so wrapped up in what's going on right now that we're clinging to anything that's going to yeah. feel good. But I didn't believe that. Even if it's lies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we have to be very careful because this is actually very insensitive to the family because yeah. I can't imagine um, my husband, my brother, you know what I'm saying? My son. My son being killed so viciously and then the first thing people do is start grabbing at just things yeah. and they still lot. have social media they still yeah. are aware and it's it's difficult for them and then throwing lies out there like that and even putting that on Jay-Z where he's like whoa 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 now I have to say no I didn't yeah, yeah. His, one of his people had like, to come out and be like look ugh, I spoke to him this morning and I confirmed annoying. that this is inaccurate I didn't but like again I didn't believe it because I don't think that's Ooh, Jay-Z don't move like that wait. but the Staples Center that I'm more inclined to believe because his impact in that area was so huge. And you can see That's all true. through, like, there's so many people who want to be in attendance for who him. Who else had a funeral? Was it Michael? Michael's funeral was, where was it? Was it at the It was Staples? somewhere huge. I feel like it was, it was somewhere at the huge. Staples yeah. Center. So I can understand the family trying to, trying to accommodate all of these people because everybody is paying respects to him. Everybody felt Dog. this. So when I saw all of the gang members, 
I mean, all different type, the 60s, the different type of crit, pyru, all, there are gangs I ain't never heard of. It's just red and blue all together. But even just different, because yeah. it's different gangs, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Names. And so just to see them, sh- and I saw videos of them shaking hands and like, they were hugging. It's so big. Staple. Yes, it's so mm-hmm. big right now. Like who he was yeah. was so enormous in real life. He was he lived so big that in death it's just we can't even contain it. It it stuck to you. You you were probably not a fan mm-hmm. like myself. Yeah, and that's not that's no slight or whatever to, to yeah. Nipsey. But it's just a slight on me that I wasn't up on that. Yeah. But now that I know, I bumped that shit. You I bumped it different now. Yeah. yeah, I support it because not only am I just supporting because it's a difference between supporting because you think it's the right thing to do and because you actually enjoy it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I actually enjoy his music and I feel late. Well, like I said, I wasn't. I knew of him before I knew he was a rapper mm-hmm. because him and Karen civil have been business partners for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, and I follow Karen civil cause black girl, Haitian girl. I follow, I follow. And she's been in the game for a long she time. She's been in the game for a long time. So I knew a lot about him as a businessman. Yeah. But I was like, Oh, he raps too. And then when he got nominated for the Grammy, I was like, I really hope Nipsey wins. Cause it would be great to see mm-hmm. an underground artist with his type of talent to win you know, to win a Grammy. So, but I knew of him before I knew that he was an actual, like mm-hmm. I was like, I would see stuff that him and Karen civil were doing together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, this, this is a dope individual. Like this, he's really dope or whatever yeah. the case is. So we- I was a fan of his in that aspect before I knew that he was a rapper. rapper. Christina, how have you been processing? Cause I mean, we talked about it last week, you know, of course, mm-hmm. When everything happened and now we're like coming into a week of, you know, it happening and everything is happening so fast. And like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Like, are you how are you coping? Even as a therapist? Yeah. <laughs> like, How oh, are you no. coping? Therapists are not immune. I'm like, you could, you know how they say you have all the answers, but you actually when you're walking yeah, through that experience. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard. You know, there's a lot of research done on community impact and trauma and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, me reading that and going through that and like being on the outside experience, it's safe, for me, it's safe to say that I, I feel like you, Tanya, like, I feel like I missed out. I feel like I didn't get a chance to actually dive into it. I heard about him. I heard about all the things that he's, he's done. I think everybody has heard about him if they're not, you know, they were in the fans. Yeah. yeah. And then I downloaded the music and I'm like, what the hell? I've been missing out. This whole time. Time, Yeah. Yeah. And hey, cuz. He was missing out this whole time, cuz. And I think his, 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 um, I'm not sure because I haven't been too much on social media or on listening to me. I really have. I, I couldn't. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been so emotional this week. Yeah. I cried a few times when when his sister spoke. I cried yeah. when his when his wife, when Lauren London came out and she broke her signs. I Ooh, that was hard. I read they interviewed his brother. I think it was the L.A. Times. I can't. Don't quote me. I can't. His last moments. Oh God! Oh my God. God! I had to take a. I had to take a lunch break. He kind of detailed the last. last he literally moments. pulled up to the store moments after his brother was just shot. in time to try to give him CPR. He gave him CPR, but the thing was, they saw the bullet to the legs and the other bullet. They didn't see to the back. The of one the to the back of the head. It wasn't until they put him into the stretcher that somebody screamed, and then they realized that there was a bullet hole in the back. Of that so th- when he explained how everything happened, and I don't want to detail it because. Because yeah. it's so um, ugly and uh, yeah. it's just, it's I can't. He didn't deserve that, yeah. He didn't. He just didn't. He didn't. But what I will take from this is because, like, I couldn't shake it. Like, all week, it just fuck with me. Even if I'm having a great fucking day. I yeah. tried. It was just creeping in the back of my Always. mind. Like, 
It just doesn't seem right. But now looking, now some days have passed, and I'm looking at the effect of his life, and I'm so like inspired yeah because it's like how how amazing do you have to fucking be for the world like all of us to share this Mm -hmm. grief and like holy shit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you have people randomly just uh posting on instagram or facebook or twitter or any other social media platforms and basically just like this doesn't feel right like this is this is wrong Mm -hmm. and so we're so wrapped up in that because this is the first time we get to see a human being our contemporary and being amazing and being taken away. And, and we he know was a human yeah. being. Like I said, last show, if you haven't listened to the show, please go check it out. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio and such. But, um, that was your, um, seductive. it was mm-hmm. so true. It was very seductive. But <laughs> I feel like, uh, all of this is happening because of how big he lived in life. And yeah. if we all know how quick we can go, why don't we move? Yes. Like we can go at any moment. Like I was reading, um, the Alchemist for like the fifth time because mm-hmm. you can read it in like 20 minutes. Um, or was it The Alchemist? It was another book. I don't know. But it's basically like he was he was living as if he had a dagger hanging, hanging over his head every mm-hmm. day. Yep. As if it can be dropped at any moment. Mm-hmm. So he looks at trees. You know, when you're in your last moments, you're probably just trying to cherish everything. And, everything. Yeah. and so why don't we walk around like that on a, on a daily basis? Like, yeah, shit happens, but... Because we take See, time for granted. Yeah, and, and for me, and I'll share it, like, personal. I, I think you guys both know I lost mother, my mother yeah. at 19. Yeah. And, um, like, some people look at me, like, I, I did a lot of stuff early. Got master's, bought a house. I'm almost about to, you know, be done with my doctorates. And, like, people, like, you do, like... When I saw my mom go, and I understand she was not going to see her, you know, her grandkids. Mm. She not, she's not going to see these things. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that I'm not going to be able to share with her. Right. And I understand that time is valuable, very, very valuable. We have this day. We won't ever have this moment again. No. That's it. And it's like, in my idea, like, we live in a dream, really. We, we, we our, our dream is based on perceptions and memories, like right. what we did yesterday and what we think about our future. Yeah. Right. And like, let's, like, he, if anything, like you said, he motivates me to like, you know what? I think about his experience. I think about my mother's experience and I think about what I want to do here with my time on this world. Yeah. And like, let's do it. Let's get it. And, and yeah. if, if this is what it was, you know, like, you know, God puts us on this world for some things. And things. what if he was here for this to wake some people up? Yeah. Some people, he woke up everybody. Yeah. So, it shook you and out I don't of you whatever heard, you were doing. I don't know if you heard um, the Joe Budden podcast that came out Friday, but even nope. he, Joe Budden says something. He's like, this is the first time he's seen a person die, and it's not stock photos that are yeah. being shared. Mm-hmm. People are sharing personal photographs photos, yeah. right. with this man, and they're sharing some gem he mm-hmm. dropped on them, mm-hmm. no matter how big you are or how small. Even very local artists got to meet him, yeah. and even brief contact with this man was like isn't it so we lost the king bro i I get sad but because of what's left behind yeah but i know that it's divine Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and i can't you can't see it right now because we're still hurt we're still shocked the hurt is too strong but this is so fucking divine yeah. how everything happened and is happening and i'm sure that's going to happen and develop over time yeah. in history just of, of this whole situation but mm-hmm. i just feel so good every day like yo i still get to be here yes. Yes. and like i don't 
take a breath. Like I get to get one. Like yeah. it's, you have to change your perception of what life is. Mm-hmm. And if you're wrapped up in what people are doing on the internet and what people have to say, and Child, you ain't never going to move that way. And yeah. if you, he lived a life for you to kind of emulate, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he didn't pray certain things and certain things he did, you know? And I think that there's a lesson in this, that if you catch it, you're going to spend a great time in your life because if you catch this lesson right now that's happening, because again, like I said last episode, Tupac, we were too young to fully understand what was going on. We were young. And he was a hothead, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? But we Mm -hmm. have somebody who was... Mild mannered mm-hmm. and just about his woman and, and his Pac business. Pac had been shot and, multiple times before, so everybody thought, "Come on, we don't make it through this one. This is it's just Pac being Pac or so, whatever the case is." Shout yeah. out to Nip, rest in peace, rest Nip. in peace, sleep in condolences to your entire family. Mm-hmm. His family, side it's note, tough. his entire family is beautiful. Yeah. Like God, yeah, yeah. with the skin, the beat. I'm like. Jeez, I'm about to go offer them some flowers just so I can ask about the skin regimen. His father and his brothers, and I'm like, my God, his brother looks just like him. Just like his ethnicity is he? He's half African and half African American. African American, and he actually I don't know how to pronounce it, but I don't know how to pronounce. That's why I didn't say. That's why I just said African. But he actually did go to Africa to learn about his family um, there mm. and stuff. And he, and that was also part of I want to share this clip I found on the uh, Twitter machine. And it's about Nip. This this interview was done with Vlad. Look, I'm posting this because it's about Nip, not about Vlad. I want black people to stop talking to that nigga. All right. (laughs) You don't get the sonar or nothing. Is there anything you get for being a crip? Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. You get Nipsey Hussle. (laughs) That's all you get. Gypsy Nipsey. (laughs) Well, you don't actually get him. He's just, he go. He's like a genie. <laughs> oh, he appears? He appears. Like, as soon as you join, he... Like, whenever you see, like, problems in the neighborhood, Nipsey appears. <laughs> you just need to rub, like, a ra- random fire hydrant in the hood. <laughs> Three times, <laughs> Nipsey appeared. And then Nipsey was just in a, in a cloud just of appeared. blue smoke. Slousing. Slousing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like one of those people that'll grab a crip in the blood, and he'll bring them together. It's like a very good person. I like Nipsey. Right. Okay. So if everybody had these great memories, that means that he did his job while he he was here. So we have to appreciate what he has done and not be so sad, guys. It's time to uplift. He wouldn't want us to be sad. Our time for sad is gone. I would tell you how to agree, but I'm just saying it's time to to move. It's time to, because that's what his life was about. Um... Oh, what? I meant to say this during good black ass news. We're still here. <laughs> Nipsey is just, we're still here. But my cousin, Beyonce Giselle knows oh, Unicorn Whispers. Carter. Knows <laughs> Carter. That's your cousin, girl. <laughs> yes, she is. Okay. So, Miss Girl declined to deal with Reebok. Because they had a lack of diversity. Uh, mm -hmm. And I just want to see the email she sent back. (laughs) No, no, no. It wasn't an email. She walked out of the meeting. She walked out? It was a meeting. It was a board meeting and she walked out of it. Oh, girl. She 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 walked out of the meeting. Is this my team? Is this my team? Oh, no, 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 no. This is not Okay, I need all the Caucasians to get up and walk to the back. (laughs) (laughs) Quickly. And all the niggas Quickly. Come in. <laughs> right. But yeah, she she walked out of the meeting, they said. Um, but yeah, congratulations <clears> to her. <throat> she did sign a deal with Adidas and oh, she is Adidas. relaunching Ivy Park through Adidas and she will also be a creative director over there at Adidas as well. Now, 
Jay Z has a deal with Puma, so this is about to be a house divided. But wow. regardless, they making money. So congratulations to you, Queen B. I am here for it. I love the Ivy Park stuff. Yes. There was nothing on Ivy Park that I really did not like when I think about it. So I'm glad she's coming back out with Ivy Park. I think it's going to be a good. I don't a have good not one piece of Ivy Park clothing or merchandise, friend. But, um, but they're relaunching. So we have another chance. This okay. is see, and this is like example of like why finance and, and multiculturalism and black people like we matter in the market. Come yeah. on now. Let me tell you, there's so part of the research was understanding how financial planners they want to open up like a lot of minorities and black communities don't really use financial advisors and they're here to so don't. It's it's crazy. But so they're trying to figure out but how to understand do we, why. Because we put money yeah, under oh. the mattress. No, yeah, like and not, even, not even that. It's just that what the fuck are you going to invest when you don't have it? Yeah. What yeah. are you going to teach when you're just trying to you're keep your head above stay, water? Stay but, yeah. but that's part of the solution is to get financially literate. So advisors are not only about investments. They're, they're, they want to understand mm-hmm. how you manage your money, what's going wrong, what's going well, and mm-hmm. how to do and better of what's going well. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's not I always. And see, that's what the thing is. So they're trying to figure out how do we get to this community, right? Mm. They understand that we, although we don't have the, well, I won't say that because we're economically, we're growing. There's yes, we more fam- black families with more money. But um, they're trying to figure out how do they get to us. And the the whole, okay, so the, you're probably going to have to edit this a little bit. But, yeah, no. <laughs> but so I don't, because I don't want to say the wrong thing because economically we are growing, but there's a lot of people that will benefit from just understanding how money works. Mm-hmm. And they know that if, we're, if we get $1,000, we're probably spending $900 of that on shoes. Right? Wow, lower your voice and stop talking to me. 990 <laughs> So So we have the buying power. We have the, and we start, we need to make the rules. Like what Beyonce did, that's some boss shit. I'm sorry. No, I need somebody that represents my market and the people I serve. Why are you? And people say, oh, so you don't have to be black to understand. I understand that, and I'm not saying that. They should be an all-black team, but I think right. it should represent our community. We are diverse. We are multicultural, right? Thank you so. very the fuck much. You know, <laughs> yeah, put your foot down. We got to demand it. We we do. It. We're the only ones that forgive the way that we do exactly. with these companies, and we have all of the patience for these people when they don't have it for us. So I'm glad Beyonce just didn't have yes. the fucking time. She didn't Thank have you. it. She was like, "Oh, that's what y'all doing? Oh, girl, give me give me a purse." <laughs> No, that place is right there. Let's go. <laughs> so, shout out to Beyonce yes, Giselle. Thank you. Because I feel like more artists and more people that do have influence need to step in and start yeah. making those changes. Shout out to um, Soldier Boy Tell him. What did he do? Why? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but he decided to start wearing Gucci for like two weeks. So oh, he, he did his part. Okay. Do your part. I don't have, to, I don't have that problem. <laughs> Not a nan Gucci is in this house, okay? Not Gucci flip-flops, oh maybe Gucci Mane. <laughs> maybe some music, but ain't no Gucci up in the house. So it was real easy to boycott. Um, Damn. So <laughs> what I wanted to get to today. Oh, wait, before we get to that question, what was your favorite part of your day? Like generally every day? No, like today. So far. Oh, being I mean, here. Just started. Being here. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. We're blushing. Y'all can't see us. Yeah. Oh, no, you ladies are like my inspirations. Oh, and like. Oh, keep going. I, 
<laughs> no, you know how much I love you guys. Like I'm, I'm just thankful for Shayla and for oh, Lena. Oh yeah, Lena and Shayla. So, <laughs> quick story time. <laughs> I met Christina what two, three years ago? Yeah, that was a little at minute. my friend Shayla's house, and it was for Shay's birthday. Shout yeah. out to Shay and her whole team over there at FIU because I know they're listening. She tells me all the time, oh, we heard you guys this yeah. morning. Um, so I met Christina and it was a night of drunk <laughs> drunkenness. Debauchery. And we had a great time. That's what the D is for. Debauchery. So sometime last year, I think it was last year, sometime last year, Lena texted me um, and Lena was like, oh, I think you and my friend Christina will. I'm like, your friend Christina. I'm like, that's right. Which Christina you talking about? Like, Christina, we was all at Shay's house talking. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot you do know Christina. I'm like, yes. And Christina had had an event, mm-hmm. which I had told Tanya about. And I was like, crap, I'm so mad I couldn't make it because there was something. There was the event that you did in Davie at the at the um, oh, respectability sh- politics. Yes, that one. Mm, that was, yeah. And I was so mad I couldn't make it. And I was telling Tanya about it. Yeah. I was like, crap, I really wish we would have went. Because Shayla had asked me if I could go. And I and I don't think I was. I Either I was out of town or I really I had another engagement. I really had to go. And I was so mad that I couldn't go. So I've been trying to get Christina to come on the show for the longest time. But then, of course, life happened. Yeah. We went on hiatus. Our hiatus was longer than it should have been. We actually met with Christina and some other people for drinks. We always drink it with you. But anyway, <laughs> which is how oh, I introduced, which oh, is how I introduced yeah. Christina and Tanya. Yeah. And I was like, yo, we got to get Christina on show. We got to get Christina on show. But then we we went on an extended hiatus. I'm like, crap. And as soon as I, soon as we came back, I texted him I'm like, when are you free? When are you coming on Because we show? got the horses in the back over here now. <laughs> Listen. Okay. But no, I'm so glad that you came. Oh, um, thank you. Yes. Before you asked me, favorite part of my day was when I hugged Christina today oh. because... The last time, Christine, we were supposed to link up. Oh, yeah. I got sick and ended up in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. And Christina oh. Christina texts me all the time. She, random times throughout the day, she'll text me. To even with everything that she has so going sweet. on. She I'm, will text me. She's like, are you okay? Is every, Do you need anything? Are you cool? So disgustingly sweet. No. Disgustingly sweet. I even actually, though we always drink it with her. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Because the girls' nights at Christina House. He turned down. Mine be very uh, turned down. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, because, well. (laughs) Mine was very turned down, but same fun. What was it? The first time we we did Girls Night, we, what, we almost ruined somebody's car? Weren't we going to mess up somebody's car that night? Oh. We was on foot, so we did it. And I wasn't that swift, but I am now. (laughs) You know, you you guys know I saw Tiffany Haddish last night. And we were talking, like, well, we were talking. <laughs> she was talking about, like, ways that you could get back at your ex without going yeah. to jail. <laughs> it was just interesting. And you were like, do tell. Do tell, man. Look at this pen and paper. No, no fake um, emoji all in her head. No long text messages. <laughs> all right, and got it. Um, what so, was the best part of your day? The best part of my day was. Because the puff is out. You mm-hmm. see. Like sunshine, you honey. see my hair. <laughs> she going to look like something different when I see her tonight. Thank you. Because when I saw the boys, hey, shout out to NWO Podcast. I'll give them a shout out at the end of the show. But I went to go get my um, niggas with opinion mm. shirt. Oh, because they got to say niggas. I, I was that. like, they was like, do you want it to say NWO or do you want it to say niggas with the?" I'm like, first of all, I need nigga with the hard ER. Oh, I'm fine. But fine, I'll deal with nigga. I'm going to kick their ass because my shirt does not say what I asked it to say. Oh, no. I'm beating Ricky's So ass. now you have an excuse not to wear it. Sorry, guys. It doesn't go <laughs> with the ensemble. Um, anyway. <laughs> my favorite part of the day. All right. So um, I woke up like 7 this morning, 
And it, because, again, body clock. Do you know how cool it has been? I have used an alarm my whole life. Like, my whole adult life, I needed an alarm to get up in the morning. But, like, now I get up every day because my body fucking wants to. And I just listen to it. I'd be like, okay, you want to do some shit? Or you don't want to get back in bed? All right. What do you want to go do? And so um, I always go for my, my, it used to be my walks, but now it's my jog. So that's my favorite part of the day is that I jogged for almost two miles without stopping. Yes. Come on, titties flopping. (laughs) They was doing their thing while I was doing mine. That was my favorite part of the day because I pushed myself to a level like I didn't even realize. Like you will shock yourself Mm -hmm. if you just are willing to go past this point that you think your is your, your limit or your mm-hmm. comfort and yeah. stop telling yourself that, oh, you know, oh, I got big titties. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't run or mm-hmm. I'm too thick to run or it's too tiring. And I'm like, no, just keep going. Just keep going. And then eventually I, I, I ran so long. I surprised. I just walk with my hand on my hip. Like I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'll be damned. Looking all types like your mama. Look, <laughs> I miss her. I gotta go see my mama. Um, Please do. But, I did. That was my favorite part of the day, and it felt so good. And when I got back, I was like, "Oh, nigga, I made. I had like nine thousand steps, and it wasn't, it wasn't even nine awesome. o'clock." Girl, nigga, I am on it. She just pushed me three this morning. That's disgusting. Why, Why did you do I that? I just woke up at three, and you my stayed eyes up. Popped up. Once I'm up, I'm up. That's it. Oh. We're not going back to sleep. We're up. Oh, see, I don't like that time of morning because <laughs> I feel like I gotta creep around like a fucking rat to not wake nobody up. <laughs> Like you like, oh shit. <laughs> so, um yeah. So hey guys, let me know your favorite part of the day. I love to hear. Hit me up on the Twitter machine at I am Queen T. I am Q W E N T E E. Same thing on the Instagram machine. I um I have a question. Ask. You're in a safe place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Wait, don't ask if you if you're trying to get in my business. Oh, um, what time is it? <laughs> Uh, 12.33. Okay. <laughs> so, maybe in about five minutes or so. Can you stand her? Um, do you, if your partner was to tell you that you're not sexually pleasing them, mm-hmm. right? Let me put a pin in this and say that this has never fucking happened to me. <laughs> it's never happened to me either. Someone has asked. And I'm going to leave it completely anonymous, but just ask the question. We're here for the people. Because mm-hmm. this is a safe place. Mm-hmm. We only judge you off air, not <laughs> while we're recording. No. So, um, so, yeah, if your partner came to you and told you that they're not sexually pleased, mm-hmm. do you stay and try to fix it? Or do you feel like if you're not sexually into it with me, then what are we going to do? Yeah. Oof, that's tough. I think it would depend on why he's not pleased. Yeah, that's because loaded. if it's lack of chemistry, that's a whole different situation. Would that be horrible if you think the the sex is phenomenal, but he's like, "Wow, you're not doing it for me." Some people have what fetishes. a burn. Some people have higher. <laughs> what a burn. Yeah, that. Oof. <laughs> but the fact that he's coming to you or she is coming to you and telling mm-hmm. you that's. A, a step in the right direction. Yeah, is it for sure? I guess. You know what? Couples don't talk about sex. They just fuck and they just assume things. <laughs> Y'all don't great. do the recap after you fuck. No, some people don't do that. I see you like the some leg thing right there, which is why 
And I always come back to this, which is why the amount of women who are not pleased during sex is so alarmingly high. I hate that number that so many women have sex and they don't achieve orgasm. I feel like that's disgusting. Can we talk about this? I'm not giving away (laughs) this prime real estate of pussy and I'm not going to enjoy the culmination of our union. Come on, culmination. What is the point? What is the point of me giving you this prime real estate if we both ain't going to enjoy it? Not like, regular real estate. This is prime, prime. real estate okay. of Pikachu right here, honey. I'm okay. not just giving it just to give it. Like, you right. have to... So, um, it would depend on why he's he or she is not pleased. Yeah. So, if it's if it's a lack of Okay, let me play devil's advocate sure. and say that the pussy doesn't feel good. Ooh. Ooh. There's... Okay. Go yeah. ahead, go, Christina. <laughs> okay, so she's bursting. She's like, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Just, go ahead. Let me go ahead. So I know I completely agree with Marla. Like that's to me, that's loaded. Like yeah. there's so many things beyond, like behind that. First of all, it's like, how long has this been going on? Okay, yeah. um, have we tried different things? What do you want to try? Is there like there's so many different things, right? And the fact that that person feels comfortable to say that is alarming to me even more because yeah. you could say this, but why won't you suggest different things yeah mm. you know so i that's just kind of interesting to me what is this someone that we that's know, the thing too like, some people are okay with saying man your, your dick is trash or your pussy trash but yeah. okay but how what how about it not, is trash what about it is trash like they but it's one thing to present a problem but it's a whole nother thing when you're not trying to present any exactly. type of solution okay so we're in a relationship they just want her to have a better better pussy okay but how do can kegels. i might think my pussy is great right, right for me but i'm not feeling it from your end so if you feel like something doesn't feel if 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 it's not good to you then you need to tell me what about it is not good i have well, a, a side note high question mm-hmm. <laughs> high question go ahead if you could fuck yourself would you yeah, yeah, uh, we do, don't we? I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like, if you were a male body, but it was your conscience. If you and your partner were able to switch consciousness, but in the I other would. person's body, would you still want to have sex? Yes. In other words, if you're female, your consciousness is in your man's body. <laughs> this is a high question. So basically, you wake up a man. <laughs> The first thing I'm doing is masturbating. Off-red. Oh yeah, for sure. Off-red. I would love to try that. I'm gonna do the pat 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 game, and fellas, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. When you sling your dick from one hip to the other, and you go pat pat pat. <laughs> I know you know about this. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but um, that would be the first thing I definitely want to know what it feels like from the other side. Yeah, yeah for I sure. want to know what my I, I want to know what it feels like. like. I know what it feels like coming in. I want to know what it feels like. Right. I know what it feels like. I need to feel the magical experience of me. I know what it feels like going going in. I would love to feel that. I'm going to get one one pump in. I'm going to be like, wow, Wow. bitch. I'm like, okay, I see why you so fucking crazy. I get it. I get it. I understand it. Wet clouds of softness. (laughs) Wow. But, um, so, if a part, so if, if your partner is telling you that, that, the sex is not great. Yeah. So why? Depending on why it's not, because sex is one of those things I feel like can be fixed. Yeah. Or quote unquote fixed. <laughs> and for because it, as long as the chemistry is there, mm-hmm. it can be fixed. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just you gotta find a medium between the two of you. I feel like if personally, if I was ever, which I never will be, but if I was ever told that like I'm not pleased sexually. 
I would feel like that was a personal attack because I also feel like yeah. that means you're telling me that I don't care about you. <laughs> and that's because I'm a girl and I intertwine the two. And because if you, when you care about a person, your yeah. sex level is different. Mm -hmm. And so it is. But that doesn't mean it's enjoyable. But Just be, I can love you true. and the sex is not good. You get what I'm saying? No, I'm saying like if you're a person that cares about the other person sexually and cares about their needs and their wants and you feel as if you're catering to those things mm -hmm. only to still be told yeah. that it's not good enough, I would probably never want to fuck you again because my ego Yeah, your ego is going to be hurt. But I also think it's very healthy to have that conversation. And, and what is good probably. sex? Though? What I is think good sex? Exactly. Everybody has a different level. For That's me, true. You know, for me, for you, some people like it wilder. Some people like it more simple. I, people like being punched in yeah. the neck. Wait, I've been, I've been like with... Know? Damn. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've been with, um, like, I dated this one guy that was just kind of more chill and yeah. didn't want that kind of, they just wanted a chill kind of vibe. And I'm like, oh, I want to. We got to. Nah, babe. I need Kill to me, babe. Just a little bit. <laughs> but the sex was still good. It wasn't yeah. like what I wanted, but it I, it wouldn't be something that would end it. I would be like, hey, let's try this. Look, we need to try something. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, oh, this is sexy. I mean, it's okay to like shake it up a little bit yeah. every so often. So, on the reverse, because I feel like when a man comes to a woman and says that the sex isn't good, there are so many things that a woman can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, woman can dress up, they can role play, mm -hmm. can wear different wigs and be another bitch. Um, <laughs> You know, we our, our our options are endless, but when it comes to a man that's not able to sexually please you, I feel like it's almost a little bit more frustrating because yeah. th there's only one stroke. You're speaking you know what I'm you're saying? saying? This is for small dick men. Small dick men are just, the... you know, we have options with the pussy. Pussy options allow you to, you know, do different things. But mm -hmm. when it comes to a man having sex, it's really just one motion. To be really, really honest. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? He may get a little, you know, Millie Rock up in there. But it's just, <laughs> if the rhythm is wrong or something like that, that could make for a completely different sexual experience. But you can teach him the rhythm, mm -hmm. though. You Do you guide. have the time to teach no, him? No, but you can guide a you man. Have to make to, the you time. have to make the time. Sex is important. It's a, it is a very, it's not the biggest part of, your, of a relationship, but it's a very it's important a, part it's of a, the yeah, relationship. It's a big part. Yeah. Well, it's up there. I'm trying to play it. Top five, top five, top five, top five. Top three, <laughs> goddammit. Fuck that. Yeah. But um, you can kind of move it to how you want, whether it means you getting on top and showing him how mm -hmm. you like it and then flipping it the other way, or maybe, you know, switch your position, get some toys. Guys like to watch. I don't know no man that does not like to watch a girl pleasure herself. Mm -hmm. Girl, get a toy and let him sit there oh. and watch you do it and let him pick up on it and do get it like that. Get a toy and name it. Name mm -hmm. it. So when y'all texting, you can refer to the thing. Be like, man, fuck no you. One knows. I'm gonna go chill with, with, with Robert or something. Or something. I'm not <laughs> telling my... That I mean, so funny. Bro, don't name it another nigga. Don't get into it. Look, girl, I'm not saying that. Don't do that. Okay? Because you're gonna fuck don't up one day right. and he gonna forget. Like, who the fuck is Robert? Yeah. <laughs> so we don't want no problems. Uh, so, Bob is name fine. is something cute. Battery operated boy. Like, unicorn right. or some shit. Okay? Yeah, something. Mm -hmm. Pizza Hut. Whatever. Pizza Hut. You never know. You want um, a pizza in your... Whatever. But, um... <laughs> Pikachu. But I think the conversation does need to be had. Because, yeah. again, people, couples don't talk about sex. Sometimes mm -hmm. we just kind of fall into sex with somebody. Mm -hmm. And even... And it's not to say that sex 
may have always been bad because sometimes when you know when you're in that in the first beginning sex is great like this is new this is whatever but eventually you're going to hit a snag in yeah. in there so you have to switch it up sometimes you can't just do the same things that you do all the time because it's gonna get boring just like you don't want him doing the same stuff all the time because eventually there's it's not get a boring. snag mm-hmm. until i'm i'm mad at you that's probably it okay friend but for the, for other people mm-hmm. i'm not speaking for <laughs> Oh. For the majority of people, sometimes you need to you need to try different things, yeah. and and that's why I think the conversation should be had. But it shouldn't just be a man. The sex with you is boring, or mm-hmm. I don't like this. Okay, what about it is boring? Because yeah. it's not all of it that's boring. Because obviously you still fuck me. So mm-hmm. what uh, what about my sex is boring, or what about it that you don't like? What is it that you want to try? What is it we can we can do this? We can do that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know. Life happens, like we always say. Life happens, and that can have an effect on yeah. your sex life. Because when you're busy and you're doing stuff and, and you stressed. run around stressed out, if your illness can, can can cause issues, like sometimes you just need to get out. Sometimes just getting out of your regular environment mm-hmm. is enough spiciness for hey, people. Hey, go to the Chobie. Go to the Chobie. Mm-hmm. Get you the little champagne room. If you do what if you're in Miami, you know what you the know Chobie what the fuck is. The Chobie is. <laughs> I don't, and don't know. Don't forget her. the garage. The Chobie is. It is it's okay, Okeechobee Road. All along Okeechobee oh. Road. Now, you, know, <laughs> you see how she just went, oh, you We call it the Toby for short. The Toby. Sometimes just getting out of your regular bedroom. <laughs> Does everybody me know that place? Yes. The Toby. We all been to the Toby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I will I say, um, <laughs> from, from personal experience, do not get in the jacuzzis. Don't get um, in the jacuzzis. You just don't know what the fuck is going on in there, and just don't do it. But they do have themed rooms. Yeah, mirrors on the ceiling are always great. Even if you live together, you still need to go to the chobi. Yeah, just for fun, because sometimes if you get out of your regular you, environment, you know what I love Your the most? environment is like it'll play tricks on you. Yeah. So sometimes you got to get out of your get regular out, yeah. environment and just Myla, go do y'all. You know What's what up? I love the most about the Chovy? Oh, Not that I'm a regular, guys. <laughs> <laughs> go to the Chovy tonight? Uh, what time? Anyway, 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 anyway. My favorite part about the Chovy uh-huh. is the secrecy and feeling the shame. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. beautiful. Well, that's, why gar- <laughs> that's why you got to get the garage so you can park your car right, right in there. And you go right up the steps. Okay. It's like anyway, your old but, bubble. You know, I did want to, I'm glad we said, we mentioned that, but I did want to say one thing about like us as women. And mm-hmm. one time I spoke at this, um, uh, it was a relationship, couples, intimacy mm-hmm. setting, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we talked about uh, masturbation and women being in charge of it's your own great. orgasm. And I feel like for men, it's easier for them to, you know, like sex is over when they come. Like, yeah, correct. That's it. It's done for them. And if we, if we don't, take mm-hmm. the power of like not not saying take control because some people like to be in control some people not some people right. like to switch it up but control of our our what we want sexually yeah. so that's why a lot of times if i see someone i'm like what is sex for you for me sex should be fun it should be um spontaneous yes it should be stress relieving yeah so i look All for par- like if my partner if you don't see sex in the same way as that then we're probably not going to be a good match yeah. you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so for me it's just like understanding you know, and I think because it's a taboo topic when we're women, of course. Yeah. For women, we're supposed to be virgins until we're married and have and be the let you these know. niggas be hoes forever, <laughs> right? Like until they decide to, until they're exactly ready to settle, settle throw their hoes away. Yeah. So, so <sighs> we, I feel like we just gotta be like, you know what? This is what I want. This is what I like, and not afraid to say that yeah. and to talk about that. And tell that nigga his dick whack. 
<laughs> put it on you because honestly the whole question is like for me i talk to a lot of men about this we you know i have friends and it's like sex is simple for them like Very, it's yeah. simple i told so, you they don't require foreplay <laughs> pull out right. pump in pull out pump that's in that's it yeah. they tango pumps they're good it's event, so I feel like it's don't put it on the woman, it's probably on, on the other end, right? Like, it's probably whack dick syndrome, yeah. WDS, we yeah. as women, I agree with you. We should definitely take you have to take responsibility for your own pleasure. You can't expect him to know you if exactly. you don't know yourself, mm-hmm. so, so masturbate. Yeah, it's very important but like i said before penetration i can tell if this is going to work out and if it if i don't feel like it's going to work out you don't get to penetrate this this, <laughs> this gate you don't get to come here you don't like get to i get know based on how gate. you touch me during foreplay like if this is going to work out or yeah. not and i will tell you so i don't care how big your dick is how beautiful it is bro you're not coming here because just based off how you're touching me this ain't gonna work and Depends i'm not on wasting how much you I'm not wasting. Let's be real. Quality I, real estate. I, I ask, and I, I'm one of those open people. Look, we gonna have this after I feel like we like each right, other. Yeah. When we have this sex conversation, do you have, do you give oral sex? Oh no, because if we're still not on that in 2019, we are. Oh, are there not, people that don't do that? Yes, there are people that don't, do that. don't do that. Like they yeah. won't put their mouth there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, guys, yeah. grow up. <laughs> For real, grow up. But um, I get it. <laughs> so. You know what it is. It's that time of the show. We just got here. We, I know. It always feels like that. <laughs> that um, was how It's a part of the show. We got to kick somebody out. So. Oh. Do, 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 do. That was my little um, automated sound. Marla, who are you kicking out of the suite Christopher this Christopher needs to get the fuck out of the suite, out of the black race, out of America. How do we get him off earth? Off earth <laughs> because. Where's the petition? When I saw that he was representing that horrible human being who I will not even give a name. Mm. Um, I just, I, man, get the fuck out. I'm just, <laughs> She's like, that's I'm just all I got. so angry. That's all I got. I'm just so angry. And it's just, it's disgusting to me. It's, it's disgusting to me. Christina, is there anybody uh, that's a dumbass that you would like to kick out? Um, um, it's a personal person. Oh yeah, that's let's get his ass out of here. What we, we gotta, gotta do? Out. Go ahead. So I need you to change my like, shoes. Long story short, no, no. Long story short, I, I, you guys know, I went through a very bad breakup. Yeah. It was very mm-hmm. difficult, and it taught me a lot. I grew up, and I'm like kind of like ready to let that go. So I'm kicking this person out. Get your ass out. out. <laughs> you lucky we wasn't in the car that day. Get your ass out. Get your ass out. Get your ass out. I came outside and it would have been ugly. <laughs> you. Yeah. Think about that free. car and Tanya's, Tanya's complex last week. Oh, huh? Remember that white Lexus in your complex? Oh, girl. Yeah, like, Fuck that Lexus up. I'm like, Somebody what? put paint on it. What? They, they, I feel like they put paint in the gas tank. Yeah. I was wondering why tank. it was so many days what? passing. Yeah, so many days were passing and nobody moved the car. And I was like, oh, that nigga can't move the car. <laughs> Like, oh my oh. god! So whatever they they whatever they assume him to do, I'm sure he did. It was a that nice shit. car because she fucked that car Damn. all the way up. Um, that's a no bueno. I'm kicking out one future Nevadius. <laughs> oh yeah, he got Demond. the whole He's government. Demond with no D. Um, Wilburn. Damn. Or Willine. Um, Tanya. <laughs> Go ahead. This boo. <laughs> got on the Instagram. So Young Thug posted this this picture, image, whatever, um, basically giving homage to Nip, of course, and saying that we need more niggas like Nip. 
Yeah. Only for Nevadius to respond. Yeah. They we do need more niggas like us. And you know what? Let me let me find a tweet exactly. <laughs> Wait, I was taking that in. What did he say? Girl. Yeah, I'm gonna read it to did you. Did you send this? No, no, no. So, um, oh, who is Young Scooter? Oh, I can't read. I thought that was Young Thug. Anyway, um, he was responding to someone else, Nipsey Hussle's team. Uh, well, Nipsey Hussle tweeted this actually in 2017. He said, I taught all my niggas how to fish. Some caught more than others. Mm. Some said they ra- they'd rather be fed. Some passed me up on the process. But at the end of a, uh, I can't even read. But at the end, Oh, it's because it's written that way. But at the end of it all, I know it ain't hide the game from my people, and I'm real for that. And one young scooter, I I don't know who this is. Mm-hmm. Um, he said we need more niggas. Shut up! Wait, stop. Shade room. I need y'all to stop crossing out the word nigga, okay? <laughs> y'all not putting p- ass pussy. Um, right? And they're stuff. blinking out curse words on a regular basis. Like, like who? We know. words in your comments. Stop it. Anyway, he said. We need more niggas like at Nipsey Hussle. Legends never die. It's too much greed. Uh, two with not two O's. It's too much greed and niggas hating on their own people. Just wait your turn. Play your position. To which Nevadius said, yeah, we do need more like us. I've been teaching and preaching for a decade. Also showing and proving what hard work and dedication get you. Eagle emoji. What the fuck? is that about did you see the the response i it didn't even matter what the response was because the ridiculousness of this is you don't even know how many kids you got nigga so how yeah. are you in a position to tell anybody yeah, to do any sense. goddamn thing and then not only use that you use an, an opening for someone that's paying an homage to someone who was slain to find a way to talk about your goddamn self and this isn't about you nevadius okay you and your baby mothers and all of your children. Look, one of your children don't even call you daddy. So, I mean, yeah, I don't think you're in the right position to tell niggas that you've been preaching and helping. I don't think you've done anything significant to the community. And if you do, you're very quiet about it. Um, so that is who I'm kicking out of the suite this week. Somebody responded to him and was like, don't you ever compare yourself to a man like Nip. Make sure you're able to compare yourself to a man like Russell Wilson mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, what Boop. the fuck? That's one thing you've been teaching other. What's what's the one thing you've been teaching other than Molly Percocet, stick yeah. talk and low life? Get say your, that. Sit your goofy ass down. It was a much longer response, but I, that was just. Look, the, it was it was quite lengthy and I wasn't reading all yeah, that. Yeah, but, but, it, but it's like. Bruh, go nay nay. Yeah. Go sit down. Nay nay. Go go sit down. We don't have time for that this week and, or any other week. And and to me, it's even though like for for me, his music is a problem. I I I'm always on the like the yeah because I want him as a as a black woman. I want this black man to succeed. But at the same time, what are you contributing to our community? Yeah, nothing positive. Honestly, he needs a therapist. I'm glad we brought this full circle because he needs you. If he needs you and anyone else. In your field, because he needs to speak to someone. There, he is diabolical for that. I don't even know why he would even think to be on. He probably was high. S- side note, too, like if you, I just want to say, if you guys, anybody, if you guys get a chance, watch this um, documentary. It's on HBO. It's called mm-hmm. One Nation Under Stress, and it talks about how mm-hmm. the rise in death tolls are directly related to um, liver cirrhosis when you drink too much, mm-hmm. um, suicide rates. And opioid addiction. Mm. So we have like tripled in the last. Well, I see it on the medicine side yeah. because a lot of my patients, mm-hmm. uh, 
opioid yes. addiction. Yes. It's like it's it's rampant. It is. It is destroying communities. It is destroying the communities. It, Completely destroying. Yeah. But I'm glad we're in a space now where it's not like the uh, the 80s mm-hmm. um, where we have resources and we have the internet to yeah. shame you into mm-hmm. doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to definitely have to look that up yeah. when <laughs> I restart my HBO subscription because motherfuckers <laughs> Game of Thrones comes out this Sunday. Oh my I cannot God. fucking wait. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait. wait. A watch party. I feel like we need one. We need a watch party. I cannot fucking wait because these teasers they've been dropping the last Just call me Marla Snow. Just call me Marla Snow. Hey, I run around telling people they know nothing all the time. You Just know call nothing. me Marla Snow. And if you have not watched Game of Thrones and you've been listening to us all this time, oh my god, I don't know what to tell you. You, you got, know what? Because I will be doing Game of Thrones recap. Let me don't tell you. give a damn. Tuesday, you got until Saturday night to catch. Well, Sunday nine. What time come on? Ten o'clock. You got until Sunday nine fifty nine to basically catch up on yeah. seven seasons. And also, guys. Um, my final thought is go ahead and get HBO. I know you go ahead, you, 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 I'm gonna turn my back unsubscribed, on. but go ahead and just get it back because that's how niggas get premium channels. We they turn it on and off, right? We turn it on and off like likes. Because Stars ain't on until, um, like I'm not using it, so close it off. Until Power Come Back, right? Stars exactly. So, my back. final thought is to tell y'all to one, push yourself beyond your whatever your limit is, yeah. push yourself. Nigga, you can do it. Whatever it is, I'm sure that you can do it again. This is something, I'm not saying anything new. This isn't anything that Nipsey hasn't been saying and anyone else hasn't been saying to you. And I know that we joke a lot and we we play around, but the reality is, is that life is happening. Take advantage of that life and do the best of it that you can because we see somebody like Nipsey who lives so big, like I said, and we want to follow in that footstep. So that is my final thought to get up, get out, and take advantage of your life and do something, nigga. Yes. Your final yes. Thought, Christina? yes. Um. I'm just. I'm. I'm thankful. I'm here. I'm uh-huh. grateful for life. Thanks for coming. Yeah. And I think that. Um. Once again, you guys are amazing. Oh, thank the you. message that's getting out. The community that you guys are building. Come on. And um, I'm just happy to be here. And guys, let's take our mental health seriously. Let's yes. address the trauma in our community within ourselves, so we could become better people for our our generations and new generation to come. Um, I just wanted to share my Instagram. Please do. It's uh, my personal Instagram. It's T-Y-N-A underscore T-X. Yes, she posts thirst. Yeah, that's <laughs> Tina underscore T-X with the Y. And my business page is Totality underscore Wellness. It's T-O-T-A-L-I-T-Y underscore Wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. Please follow me for inquiries, referrals, any of that. Let me know. Thank you. My final thought is my birthday is a week away. Y'all welcome. (laughs) And then also, can somebody explain to me? I'm not going to do that because we've been so positive. We'll save it for next week. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all. Bye, y'all. Of course, you can always hit us up on the Twitter, Urban Sweet Talk. Same thing on Instagram. Same thing on Facebook. Hit me up personally. I am Queen T again on the Twitter machine. I am Queen T. I spelled it before. Don't make me do it again. Um, And... This is before we're heading out to the NWO live podcast. Shout out to my niggers and fuckery. Um, And I look forward to it. Guys, I know you listen to the show and I'm so fucking proud of you. I know I've told you like 13 times, but I'm so proud of you. And uh, they always show support and respect for the Urban Sweet Talk. And we're also appreciative as well. And they're kind of cool. 
I know, you know. Big ass, kind of. I mean, for the most part. For the most part. Um. So, yeah. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's too late to tell you to go check out the show. So <laughs> well, we'll tell you all about it next week. We will. So, thank you guys so much for coming into the suite. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached, head is mad at black, got the boosters black to match, riding on a horse, you can whip your horse, I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch, now. Nah.